This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Deering Acting Studio Podcast. My name is Matthew Deering. I am here with Shay Topol, Brian Sweeney, and Mr. Joey Sweeney. What's going on, everybody? Morning. Morning. We are psyched to be here. So psyched. So, uh, for for the students who were around recently, they might have noticed that I haven't been around <laughs> recently. I've been doing a lot of coaching for this unbelievable company called Nextiva. Yes, they deserve that round of applause. Mm-hmm. And and they had they had this uh, big event called NextCon, and I, I don't even want to go into too much detail. Um, because I got to really get to the point of what I'm getting to. But anyway, I was coaching for their their uh, CEO, Thomas Gorney, who's like this brilliant man. And I and I was therefore backstage at this huge, I mean, it's a huge event at Talking Stick Arena. There's just thousands of people. And uh, and, I'm, and I'm hanging backstage the, the morning of the, the big keynote. And I'm waiting for Thomas to come down there and I walk in. And I walk smack into this guy, Kyle Maynard, who was like the head keynote speaker. So I took a deep breath and I was like, hi, hi how are you? <laughs> My name's Matt. And, <laughs> and before you know it, we were talking and we connected. And I am not even going to go further into this without telling everybody that Kyle and I had a connection. And he has agreed to be on the podcast and he Ooh. is with us right now. Kyle, are you there? Matt, I'm here. Dude, you are the man. You are Thanks, so man. the man. So <laughs> awesome, dude. We are so Thank excited you, to have you here with <laughs> us. It was it was such a great moment because Brian and I um, so graciously took the invitation that we received to go and watch um, <clears throat> the keynote speaker and a couple of the other speeches at at NextCon, and Brian had said a couple weeks ago, he was like, I really would love to see Kyle Maynard. I'd really love to see him. And so we went, and we, and we watched, and both both of us are on the edge of our seats just leaning over, listening to you. And what was so great is Matt Matt comes out, and me and Brian are just kind of standing standing to the side, and he goes, do, do you guys want to meet him? And we were like bunnies. Like, we just, <laughs> we just hopped back stage and acted like we we uh knew what we were doing but then what's funny kyle is you weren't back there then no no, no we no. stood by the door for a while and i was like yeah, it was a while i was like you guys better get out because i don't know <laughs> we just looked like followers at that point so then so then you got to meet him after thomas's speech yes um, yeah so so kyle um for those for those people who don't know about Kyle. He wrote a book called No Excuses. Do you want to do you want to talk a little like just briefly about, you know, your story, Kyle, so that we can then get into some mastery in your mindset uh, where you're at now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, first of all, thank you for sharing that. It's so funny to hear other people's experiences, you know, like usually when I meet people like you guys, like it's, it's the opposite, right? Like I feel like Matt, when we met, for instance, like you were like a you know, guardian angel that dropped into my life in, in the perfect moment to help me like get through that speech. Like I've kind of been going through some difficult transitions lately. And, um, you know, I, I think that like that, like helped kind of ground me and just your advice and your presence and all of the things that you, you shared right before I did my thing, I think was, was enormously helpful. 
Dude, I, I, no. I talk about that all the time about listening. Uh, so I, I, I'm actually staring at the wall in our studio right now. We have this big listen wall. Just the word listens on there. Um, that, that's, that's my thing, as I told you. And, and so part of the listen is listening to spirit. And there was something just vibrating between the two of us. I can't even explain it. It's sort of like we connected and then it was like, wow, all right, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. No, I think listening is like, that's probably. Well, I'll tell you, I, I literally like when we met as well, I felt that same like energy. It's so crazy. Cause here we, we have this thing we teach at our studio called Meisner where you're like connecting with the other person without words, just basically mm. staring into each other's eyes and, and sharing feelings. And I have never in, in all my life experienced something where I, I had just met someone and felt comfortable enough to just continue staring at them and connecting with them. <laughs> and, and we did, dude. And it was it was so cool. Like literally I talked about it in my class this week and, and it was just an amazing experience getting to connect with you in that way. Thank you, man. I, I feel like it's like uh, like uh, eye gazing sex or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It feels good though. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is, and that's why I got the kissy emoji from you this morning. I think. All <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so so if we don't know about Kyle's story, um, it's kind of funny. I I was trying to I was trying to describe um, you know you physically, and and somebody yelled out. Um, quadriplegic and I said no he's not quadriplegic and then I was trying to read this off your website and I'm quite quadruple ampute <laughs> and, and <laughs> shake comes over and goes quadruple <laughs> and and obviously you know Matt is extremely smart and it was one of those like blonde moments that he has and and I can say that because I'm very blonde and I have frequently, <laughs> but it was so cute because he was like, he was trying so hard to say the word. And I'm like, it's, yeah, it's quadruple. Quadruple though sounds so what? much fancier. Doesn't it? Is right. cool. Feel Quad, free to coin yeah. it. And so obviously, right, so, so you're a quadruple amputee uh, since birth, which we learned about during your, your keynote, which, mm. you know, obviously has, it doesn't make you who you are, which I think is your whole message in, in general, which is so inspiring and wonderful. Uh, but then, then you, you climb to the the top of Mount Kilimanjaro and this other mountain that I'm I would prefer not to try to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's it's yeah. you're gonna make me, aren't you? No, I mean you can give it a shot. It was uh, it's Mount Aconcagua in South America. Aconcagua. Aconcagua. Yeah. Wow. It's like agua kind way. of at it's the end, like water. Like yeah. Aconcagua. So then you wrote this book about your life, No Excuses, correct? Yeah, that was written a while before any of the mountain climbs. Really? But, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you were a so best-selling kind of author, a, a New York Times best-selling author, before you went up the mountain? Yeah, that, the book came out when I was 19. Wrote it when I was 18. Wow. Dang. That's amazing. So, so what inspired you? what inspired you to write that? Uh, truth be told, it was a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like to meet Oprah? Was that crazy? Oprah was, yeah, it was a cool experience. Like, um, were, were you too young to appreciate how, how, uh, crazy that was? I think so, for sure. You know, sitting on her couch was kind of a surreal moment, but like, I preferred people that would be more kind of like off the cuff. Like Oprah, it was amazing. She helped like launch the book and got it out there and she's done a lot of good in the world, but like, Larry King, for instance, like he was my favorite interview that I did because he just looked like straight up 
not prepared, like <laughs> ask questions. Like I had no idea who I was when I showed up. And then, and then Arnold, I, I'm, I'm just reading right off your website, but Arnold Schwarzenegger described you as the real deal. Yeah, right. Ah, cool. the real deal. No, no. <laughs> that was terrible. That was... I thought I would try it. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't sit. <laughs> so so talk to us, Kyle, about your your mindset when it comes to mastery because that's that's really what our studio is about and our podcast is all about. Mastery in what context? I guess life, you know. I mean, so we teach acting, but we believe acting is such a parallel to to life, to be a good actor. Um, you know, you have to be truthful and you have to believe what you're doing. You have to believe in what you're doing. And that's, that, that's the parallel to life. So, um, yeah, I mean, how do you, what's your mindset on your day to day? And, you know, I know you said you're, you know, and I, you, I could feel, you know, you're going through some stuff and I think you and I are connected for a specific reason, but, but you obviously have a mastery mindset of some sort. And I'd love to hear your take. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Last night I gave a speech, um, to a group of, um, YPOers. So it's a young president's organization and these are like business leaders, right? So they've built businesses, they've done these big things. And, um, you know, many of them in there have done things that I haven't done. Right. So like, like I look at mastery as like a never ending summit. Right. I look at that and like, wow, this is a room full of people that I have so much to go and learn from that I, you know, like to go and take from. Like I've done things for my, you know, myself, but like more in like the physical realm. Like there's other things, like building of things that I think would be amazing to go and have. And like then there's like you know, like just like the exploration and mastery of like fun and enjoyment and life and, and love. Um, if you want to hear a crazy story that I've I've, I've not told publicly, I, I can share one uh, with you. Oh uh, yeah, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like right. breaking yeah. news right here. Breaking news. All right. So in the Phoenix airport. Um, I landed and, um, my flight, I switched to a later flight and, uh, came from Orlando. I actually kind of like took a big risk and, um, missed my first flight. Thankfully, kind of like, you know, stars aligned, universe opened doors and was able to get to my plane. I got to Phoenix and like, instead of going to the talking stick resort, I was like, you know what? Like, screw it. I'm just going to sit in the airport and just be here and, and people watch. And, um, super fascinating and then it got to be like midnight 1 a.m like and gradually just like you know people were kind of leaving and it was just a handful of people that were you know hanging out at that point right like the after midnight airport crowd is, is interesting mm-hmm. then i just kept staying and it was basically just me and there was another guy who uh looked pretty cool kind of reminded me of like burt reynolds a little bit <laughs> and um it was just the two of us and like i put on my headphones and i was kind of like i was just bored so i was just wanted to dance it was weird. I was, I was bored, but I wasn't bored. I was like feeling it, you know, I was like, felt this like desire to just to dance. And so I was like, all right, <laughs> Jordan, I'm just going to put on my headphones. I'm just going to start dancing. Yes. And I do, and I'm dancing. I'm just like feeling it in the moment, like feeling the music. And then I'm seeing these, uh, like there's a the down escalator and <laughs> I'm like, all right, uh, I'm just going to go over and try to run up the down escalator and see how far I can get up. <laughs> And uh, got up like, you know, four or five stairs and then like came back down and um, was just kind of then like laid on my back and started dancing. And I saw, I saw a spirit airlines pole and I just basically like went over and like started like pole dancing on the pole. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a true story? Are you, are you messing with this? Yeah, this is is a fact. Yeah. And so like Burt Reynolds was still there and hanging out and like, you know, almost felt like I was like dancing like a wild exotic bird for him. 
And then uh, I, I hear like, excuse me, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, shit. And I look up and it's two cops. They probably thought like, you were oh, on something, it. I bet. Yeah, it was like, I've done it now, you know, I'm going to jail. <laughs> like, this, yeah. <laughs> they, they were like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm dancing. <laughs> and they said, well, like, like basically, like, why are you dancing? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, like, I, felt, I like dancing. They're like, well, like, you can't, can't do that here. It's like, I can't dance in an airport. <laughs> It's a, it's, like, a no. it's a Phoenix law. No, no <laughs> dancing in the airport. Yeah, universe. right. <laughs> they said, you know, like, are you mentally unstable? And I said, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. I feel like I'm. No, like no I'm more than most people, now. I guess. I don't know. You know, then I told him, I was like, look, I totally, you know, I understand. Like, this is, you know, they said, they, this, what they said is they said it's not normal. And I said, very <laughs> few things, uh, very few things about me are normal. <laughs> That is an amazing answer. Hold on, hold on. We, I, this is this is incredible. So these two cops are just like you're you're basically going deep into phil- philosophy with these guys. Yeah, it's sort of like an ethical existential conversation of like what you know, like I mean, is dancing in the airport is that a problem? You know, they're two good dudes, and they're in there just like trying to like help like keep the peace in Phoenix and shook hands. It was just a beautiful moment. You know, I was like, I thank them because I realized, you know, like a lot of my best friends are, are military, you know, former SEALs. A lot of my you know, like close friends are cops, you know, SWAT cops and other things like that. Like people that have put themselves, you know, in, in harm's way to go and help keep the peace. So I have an enormous respect for, for the peacekeepers of the world. I grew up in a Christian family and spent several years in my 20s more like atheists, just, but more, I think in that way, I was kind of angry at God and, uh, the God that I pray to now is more of like a universal force, universal life force energy that's like pervades throughout everything. That's not, you know, it's all faith and it's beyond the faith. Like it's something that's like, it's like the, it's the summit of the mountain, but there's no summit to that mountain. That's deep, bro. So you brought up a lot of points. I want to kind of like tailor back for our, our particular audience here. There's, there's an exercise I've talked about that I did when I used to live in New York um, th- that revolved around people watching. And I, I believe in that as an actor for us to go out there and just observe the world and, and see what we can see and learn. And so, so that, that story alone, and then you being by yourself, just choosing not to go to the hotel, but just to kind of be. be by yourself yet around people at the same time is a very interesting concept to me. Um, and then connecting you to this great company that we both got the, the chance to work for who, who believes in the, the power of human connections is, is, is their, their new vision. And they, you know, and the conference was to grow fearlessly. And I look at this idea of, you know, dancing in an airport. It's, it's sort of like the cliche poster dance as if nobody's watching you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and and that's another acting exercise that I tell people they have to go through because you you have to be completely fearless and be willing to let go in public because that's really what acting is at the end of the day is you being you fully you in front of a camera or on a stage uh, right. in front of an audience that that in an essence is the definition of acting. Um, mm-hmm. You you add to that the the element of imagined circumstances and you bringing those imagined circumstances to life. And, and I mean, really that's acting in a nutshell right there. So you were actually wow. doing some high level acting exercises. Oh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's cool. <laughs> I never, I never 
really thought about it that way, but like in a, in a sense, it kind of is. The other thing that's really cool about like the idea of just doing that dancing, because with my students, I'll have them do similar things like literally go sit in an elevator when everyone's going up and down and just sit there. Like things that obviously make you uncomfortable. But what's interesting about the dancing is I notice it a lot in our, when we make students dance here and do that in front of everybody, everybody wants yeah. to do that, you know? Right. Everybody wants to have the freedom to just not care. And I feel like, you know, uh, it's it can be so inspiring and liberating for someone to just get to watch somebody else do that. And so I, I even wonder, you know, those guys, they, they talked with you and, and asked questions because, again, that's their job. But I, I bet anything they went home and then they started thinking about the way that you did that mm-hmm. and, and their lives and, and how they interact and allow themselves to, to do things. And so mm. it's just that's just crazy to me, like how we can inspire people by just being willing to, to go on spirit like you did. You know, mm-hmm. your gut tells you to do something and you go, yeah. You know, when, when Matt descended, you know, like a guardian angel to help like recenter me in the middle of that speech, it was, it was a beautiful moment. And I'm like, it was just super grateful for, for him having been there when he was to help give me those like pointers of just like, you know, kind of centering and grounding my energy to be able to go and give that presentation. Yeah, I remember saying to you on your way out, I just said, you know, uh, I'm going to be there for you. I'll be sitting front and center, and I'll just be yep. listening, laughing, crying, and just loving you. Whatever you Love need it. is what I is what I'm going to try to try to give you is my my full attention. I'm just going to listen 100. percent I felt that like I felt your your heart and presence there. I was like, wow, it was probably the thing that like got me through. It's like that talk in like a cogent way. So the other thing, and I keep driving this back to acting, but we, you know, that's, that's the base of our followers here. So I like to, I like to um, try to do that the best I can. The other thing I, I think we can learn from this as artists is another concept again, that we, that we teach and we, we, we find so powerful. Um, you know, you mentioned kind of your faith journey and where you're at right now. Um, I personally come from a, a, a Catholic background, and I'm uh, I would be uh, consider myself Christian right now, uh, or just not right now. I just I am, but um, but but the idea of curiosity, and I, I I just find that to be so important in life and in everything. And I get I get frustrated by people who say they know when there's a an absolute like I absolutely know this thing to be fact, no matter what. And it drives me nuts. And I go, you know, you, the best way to approach any problem is from I don't know. If you can start from there, then you may be right, but it's not about you being right. Um, and, you know, when it comes to religion, faith, um, preparing for a, a role in acting, um, even just having a conversation, the best place to start is I don't know. You know, you, you are very allowed to have an opinion a hundred percent. And I can respect you for having an opinion, but to just state it as an absolute to me is, is, is then ignorant, you know? So, so I, I don't, I don't mind, you know, people having different opinions. I mean, that's what makes this country great. But the idea of just saying, I absolutely know because whatever I'm going, eh, but do you? We actually call each other on that in our office all the time in the studio and Joey just called me on it for something yesterday. And it's funny. Cause I remember when Matt had introduced that to us, 
and he was like, hey, you know, you should never talk in absolutes. I think it was to me in, yes. a, in a weird sense of irony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it was so cool because it it relieves so much pressure coming from this I don't know place. And it relieves so much pressure when you when you lose this indirect um arrogance i'd say yeah. exactly that's the word arrogance that we have as human beings that either is indirect or, or direct at times where we we get so comfortable in the things that we know or that we think we know right. and that we want to be right about and and being able to be gifted with this idea that it it's actually so much more freeing and so much stronger to come from this place of um, I don't know the answer, but here's what I do know, and mm. I hope I can pass or, or, or this on to you. Or here's what I think I know, or here's, yeah. Yeah, here's, here's my take. Yeah, you know? or here's my take. Here's my opinion on it, and this is what I've learned, and hopefully it can help you, and maybe you can help me with the things that you think you know, you know? And it, and it ties directly into curiosity. I mean, because yeah. for me, I, I was that Christian, <laughs> and Matt knows this. You know, it was just like everything was so absolute for me. And a lot of it came from just not really being curious, not really looking into things more and being open or wanting it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a lot of power in that, again, in in all areas of life to just be willing to walk in and be curious always. And that's what we pursue here is just the constant pursuit of knowledge and just Mm -hmm. always growing. And like that's, that's our meter here. Like we look at our students and go, did you grow today? Are you better today than you were yesterday? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, you know, I had this wonderful experience actually with a few different speakers, but one of them being the CEO um, of Nextiva. His, his, his name's Thomas Gorney, and like I said before, he he's a brilliant man. Um, and and just before the speech, some things had changed last minute, and it, it was there was like a, a bit of tension in the room, and and he's like, "Hey, come here, we're just going to go through our the speech real quick." And I said, "Okay," and then and I know that he's of Jewish faith, and he knows I'm of Christian faith, and. And I just stopped and said, you know, I think we should pray first. And he, mm-hmm. he kind of looked at me for a second and then he said, okay. And then we sat down and I just said a prayer and it was, it wasn't, you know, anything other than dear God, we, we know why Thomas is here. We know his vision and what he's hoping to get, to get across into the world. Just help him do that. Cause that's really all that matters uh, mm-hmm. above anything, you know, cause this company is is out there to make a dent in the world to help people connect. I mean, that's a very very powerful mission that that goes well beyond any kind of a speech or performance, and uh, you know, and it grounded us. And then and then later that day, his wife, who's who's a wonderful person too, she came up to me and and she was thanking me and whatnot, and and uh, she said she said she introduced me to their rabbi and she said oh have you met you know uh, a rabbi and i said no and she said he's a wonderful speaker and she knows i'm a speak a speaking coach so she goes you should come see him <laughs> and he he's super embarrassed <laughs> he's like oh no 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 and but i want to like why wouldn't why would i not want to go mm-hmm. i mean hello like of course like a thank you for inviting me and b i'm curious i want to i right. want to hear this man speak like why wouldn't i not want to do that you know Literally just a couple minutes ago, I met um, my buddy, new friend, Lotta Bucks, L-O-T-T underscore B-U-X. And, you know, he's he's a rapper trying to make it, you know, work like um, just like super freaking, um, you know, loving heart and, you know, just, I don't know, like amazing, like amazing, you know, spirit. And like, there's a lot of uh, these people that have come across that like, 
the world needs to know. And I feel like my mission is to like go out and like, like find them and to like help people reconnect to that like sense of like spirit. And these are the conversations that I live for. Yeah. And, and, and by being closed minded, you would, you would lose out on those conversations because people, people are going to find their way, you know, and, and, my 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 wish and my dream is that that whoever's right at the end of the day would get a, a last chance you know you knock on heaven's door and then and then it's it's revealed like this is actually the thing and i'd be like oh cool i'm in you know <laughs> uh yes and i tried my best you know but if we if we can just approach each other from love i think that's the key i'll wrap it up here. I just wanted to say thank you for you guys to have this conversation. Thank you to be able to like for what you're doing and teaching of the acting. I think it's something I definitely want to like come in and like experience that, take some acting lessons myself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to learn more about Kyle Maynard, you can go to kylemaynard.com. You can also visit him on his Instagram. He's pretty accurate, pretty um, what am I trying to say? Active. Active. Thank you. Pretty, <laughs> see, that's my Joey pretty right accurate. there. That's my Joey. He's pretty active on IG. It's his name. So it's at Kyle Maynard uh, on Instagram, and you can follow him there. And if anybody's interested in having Kyle speak, I can tell you that he did have us all laughing, uh, completely connected, and crying in the audience. He has not skipped a beat since he started writing when he was 18 so uh, or 17. So... So give him a give him a ring. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Kyle, for being on the show. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks, bro. Thank you, guys.